Dungeons and Drimbus is rated R for rude language, rough violence, and raunchy humor. Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I do declare, here's what happened previously on Dungeons and Drimbus. With Michelle Crichton successfully apprehended, the gals begin to make their way off the island. As they leave, they visit the body of Twigs and the now disabled Martin Hammer. They try to piece together some of the things they found in Michelle's lab and, with another spell of water breathing, make their way back out onto the island. As the raptors lead them to the docks, the gals encounter a number of dinosaurs, mostly friendly herbivores, until a T-Rex emerges from the forest. I do declare, your honor is back in session. I just see the vine. Roll you know, the vine for right? initiative. No. no. What? <laughs> we are running. What? No. You, you're allowed to run, but we're going to do so in initiative order. You're oh. a jerk. <laughs> I'm a six. <laughs> Bob is a ten. <laughs> I hate you. Okay. First up is the Tyrannosaurus oh Rex. Oh my of gosh. Of course it is. Naturally. Why wouldn't it be? It is currently about 60 feet away from you, and it can move up to 50 in one turn. I don't... Is its speed. I don't like you. So it is actually going to spend this turn... Actually, what's its reach? (gasps) Beautiful. It is going to spend this turn moving up to you. It is going to bite down towards Barb. No! You know what? Not Barb. Fine. She's going to bite it back. Does a 25 hit? (laughs) Does a 25 hit? What is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? How dare you ask me that question? You know what? You know what you're going to do? I'm going to hold up, like, Michelle above me so it could just bite Michelle. How about that? I will let you do that to impose disadvantage. Okay. It rolled a 26. I hate it here. Get me out. It's fine. No, it's fine. You know what? I'll come back. I'll, I'll come back after the break as a different person. That's okay. <laughs> How much health do you have left? Not not a lot. Um, 16? Oh, yeah. Reconsider your choices now, huh? Yeah, really, really think about what you're about to do, God. 
It is going to swipe with its tail. Oh, yes. Thanks. <laughs> if I die, I die. Okay. You gotta let it happen. If I die young, bury me You just have to let it happen. It's fine. I can come up with a new character. <laughs> Won't be Warforged. We'll spice it up. <laughs> As it runs up to you, Barb, it swipes with its tail. Like it kind of, it almost skids to a halt and the tail smacks you across the back and sends you flying forward. You take 15 bludgeoning damage. And to the people on the outside, it looks like this was a hit that, like, made okay contact, but was a sloppy hit, and could potentially have been much harder, if that gives you any scale for what you are fighting at the moment. I like that they use the word term, fighting. Uh, we didn't no, want to yeah, fight. We did it not. I, I mean, I get it because it's a T-Rex. I totally understand. But I want you to also know, like, we didn't question the power and the strength of the T-Rex. We know exactly. Yes, I'm just... How awful. Uh, I, I know you are aware of the danger. I just want, want to make sure you really Thank know. you so much. Thank you so much. <laughs> At which point, it is Kit's turn. Kit is going to run. Good choice. Kit is going to run as far as he can go. His speed is actually a little higher now with his new appendages. He's going to dash. So he's going to be 90 feet away from the Rex because he currently does not have any weapons. Yeah. We're going to get out of here. <coughs> Barb, it is your turn. Damn you. Uh, Bob is going to... Lift, is it Sandy? We're on like a beach. Yes, so Kit has just moved 80 feet forward. He is on the dock of uh, leading to the ship. Basically, with regular 30 feet of movement, you can move. So you're 100 feet away from getting on the ship. <laughs> okay, and I got one health. That's awesome. Bob is going to stand up from the, the sand. <laughs> She's going to pick up Michelle because Michelle fell off of her. She's no longer wearing Michelle like a belt. <laughs> And she's gonna just start moving as quickly as she can to the docks. Oh my gosh! Okay, so if you dash, you can move 60, which puts you 40 feet away from the ship. You're about to step onto the boardwalk. Yeah, I will, yeah, no, I'll, I'll dash with Michelle. Let's go. We're moving. Yeah, you're not quite on the dock yet. As you run, you book it. You, like, flew forward, and as you get up, you grab Michelle by, like, the scruff of the neck, basically, and you're just dragging her through the sand. Nice. It is Q's turn. Q goes, holy shit! He runs behind you, Barb, mm -hmm. keeping basically perfect speed with you. The raptors are up next. The three that are carrying people are going to dash. They dash all the way to the ship, actually. They zoom past you, Barb and Q. They zoom past Kit, and they zoom onto the ship, and they are just, like, standing there, like, and they kind of gently try to start placing the people atop them into the ship, like, on the floor. Mm -hmm. And one of them is going to actually pounce onto the Rex and is going to do its best... I've seen this fight before. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, you have. Oh my god, okay. So, first, it leaps up onto the Rex's leg, burying its claw around its knee, and you see the Rex just. Seems to take some damage, and then it like leaps up again. To, it, it's almost like it's like jumping, like doing rock climbing, like it's trying to climb up the Rex, and it manages to slash across its upper thigh. But the Rex is in motion and knocks it down to the ground. And the Raptor gets up and goes, 
as they stare each other off mid-combat. Next is Carla. Carla is going to sing again. And she is going to go... As she is going to attempt to cast the same thing that you saw her casting on Michelle earlier. The T-Rex absolutely fails and is going to take 19 damage. It is like stomping around in a circle. It has just shook off the raptor. It is then looking at Carla and it kind of moves to make a bite at Carla and then backs up for like a split second. Like just like, like it stops to uh, reconsider its action and you see its pupils constrict just a little bit. Rachel's gonna dash along with all of you. She just is barely behind Barb and Q. Jessica, it is your turn. Okay, so Jessica is going to cast Minor Illusion. She's gonna make the roar of another T-Rex come from the tree line to attempt to distract and deceive the T-Rex. Okay, it is not very smart. Ooh, but it rolled well. Does a 13 beat your DC? The 13 is exactly what it needed. It needs it, beats it. Sorry. That's upsetting. You make this T-Rex roar emanate from the trees, but this being a beast that you have just encountered for the first time in your life ever, it's not quite convincing. And you see it kind of like cocks its head and then sets its sights back onto Carla. And then I, after casting, am going to run 30 feet towards the dock and save in both. Okay, you are 60 feet away. So Carla is there singing. And the T-Rex actually is unable to move any closer. And so it is simply going to try and chomp the shit out of the Blink Raptor. No! Not my good day. Okay. Fuck. (laughs) So here's what happens. Carla's singing. You see the T-Rex makes a start to like move towards her and it can't. And then it kind of builds up this frustration. And swipes its tail at the Blink Raptor. Imagine like bringing a sledgehammer down on it. And you hear like a really sickening crunch. And the tail comes up already a little bit bloody. The Blink Raptor gets up one of the days and goes, as the T-Rex takes it in its jaws and snaps its neck, flinging it around like a dog with a with a chew toy, and then throws it up into the air and chomps down, swallowing it whole. Next up is Kit, who has just seen this horrifying sight and is going to get on the boat and begin to try and raise whatever anchor is there. Barb, it is your turn. Of course it is. Bob, having seen what just happened, is going to hop on the boat, throw Michelle on the boat as well. And I guess just sort of look at what sort of controls we're looking at to get this boat moving. It looks like it is classic sailboat, like there are strings basically that you pull to manipulate the direction and the height of the sails. Okay, so Bob is gonna start loosening up some of the rope so that once everyone's on, she can really just pull on those sails and get going once, yeah. All right, Q uh, runs onto the ship with you and helps you do that. The Blink Raptors are kind of all there, like looking, they don't quite know what to do. So they're just gonna 
gonna chill, looking towards you, Jessica, with slight concern. And they are going to ready attacks should an enemy appear. Carla is going to begin to dash now that the T-Rex has consumed one of the raptors. And she is going to just barely make it onto the boat as well. Rachel finishes running onto the boat just behind you guys. She and Carla kind of arrive at the same time. They're like, okay, let's go, 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 let's go. Jessica, it is your turn. Jessica dashes to reach the boat and get on board. Okay, you all reach. Whoever's turn is next can begin the sailing process. But first up is the T-Rex. The T-Rex is going to dash. What? At full speed. Wait, wait, wait. Doesn't he have to do that wisdom saving throw thing? Carla is no longer singing. Ah, what? She couldn't dash and sing at the same time? No, definitely not. That breaks concentration. (laughs) That's good to know. (laughs) So the T-Rex dashes. Makes it to the ship but just barely in time as you are all taking your next actions as you are 100 feet away. So, it is Kit's turn. Kit actually takes one of his hands and two of his tentacles and pushes the boat physically off the dock. Okay. As he does this, you guys clear the space and you see something fly up out of the water. A snout that looks a lot like the T-Rex's, but longer and more pointed. And you see this big beast come up out of the water with a sail on its back uh, and two long oh arms God. as a Spinosaurus. What? We're really hitting all the beats. <laughs> as a Spinosaurus chomps onto the T-Rex's neck. And uh, they begin to tussle. Barb, it is your turn. Let's Let's go! <laughs> Bob is pulling the sails as hard as she can, and I don't know, we need wind, anything. We're, we're moving, we're leaving, goodbye, goodbye. Okay, Barb, roll a survival check. Okay. <gasps> Natural 20, okay. plus 2 is 22, 22. You sail adeptly with incredible swiftness, and... <sighs> Jessica, as you look behind you off the boat, you see the T-Rex and the Spinosaurus get into a tussle. The Spinosaurus manages to get the T-Rex down onto the ground, goes to slash at it, and the T-Rex kind of takes a chomp out of its arm. They both kind of roll around on the ground for a bit, fight. They are growing smaller and smaller in the distance, and eventually, with one good slash across its face, the Spinosaurus sends the T-Rex running. And you see the Spinosaurus takes a breath, and then goes into the water and begins to sail vaguely in your direction, but you have gained enough distance that you can no longer keep eyes on it. Barb, where are you sailing to? (laughs) Um, back towards the, 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 where were we? Where were we? Oh my gosh. Los Marinos. Los Marineros. Yes, we're sailing back to Los Marineros. That's where we're going. Yeah, we call him Centaur. Oh, because he's like half horse, half man? No, because he's got a huge... This, this is the Halftime Ad with Nikki B. And then, through the power of positive affirmations and the love of his family, Gary becomes king of the world. 
Oh, hey, pretending not to see you there. I was just working on some of my campaign goals for the rest of the season. The others won't see it coming. Not when I've got this immaculate action plan, thanks to today's sponsor, the Heroes Journal. And it's not just for us clear-headed big boys. Anyone can use it. Look, even Calvin is on it. Check it out. I've already read you three bedtime stories. That deliverance book is like 18 hours long. I know, I just... Mommy, do, do you think... Do you think I could ever be a hero? Oh, cow, what are you talking about? Daddy's a big hero. And he go and he rescue people. And they do the cool fighting just like, like, like Rihanna and Jeremiah and Jorgen and Harlock and, and Jezeline and Kat Okay, yeah, I get it, I get it, Cal. Uh, I'm very little and I don't know. I want to be a hero like Daddy. Oh. There are things to do in this life other than fighting. But I want to be a hero! Well, Cal, there are lots of ways you can be a hero. Do you remember what Daddy used to do for work? Yeah. He used, he used to be a... um... A lumber? A lawyer, Jeremiah. Can, yeah! Could... Can that be a lawyer? Well, there's a... There's a lot of hard work that goes into it. Your daddy and I met when uh, when he was in school to be a lawyer. I want to go to school. Well, you know, we're, we're working on that. We're, we're trying to find a good place to take you. But, you know, just because you're not in school right now doesn't mean you can't, uh... You can't learn and... Hey, look, got a little something here. Uh, oh, here it is. This is something your daddy and I have been working on. And, uh, well, I got an extra one here. Good old, uh, Dr. Plebus gave us some. Um, here, why don't you take one of them? Whoa, what's this? That there is called the Hero's Journal. Wow! It's like, it's like a journal for heroes? Yeah, Cal. Okay, well, why don't we have a look here? What is a goal that you would like to accomplish? Uh, I think I want to be the best painter in the world. Okay, okay. Well, a very ambitious goal. I like it. So we can write down our goal here. And using the hero's journal, you'll be able to build a positive narrative around your quest. A what? Uh, uh, don't worry about it. Look. Why don't we just fill out the prompts? It makes it so easy, even a little guy like you could do it. What's that supposed to mean? I'm just saying, it's really simple, Cal. Okay. Why don't we start with listing out some of our allies, huh? Uh, yeah, like, like psychics? Yeah, kind of like psychics, people who are gonna help you. Who are some people who are in your corner, huh? Uh, I got you, and I got my daddy, and... Tony the Pony. Okay, see, we're already off to a good start, Cal. Now, 
every day I want you to come in and I want you to fill out these pages. They got lots of prompts to help you out and uh, keep you centered on your quest to become the greatest painter in the land. Look, it's even got a little quote here. It says, uh, to see that your life is a story while you're in the middle of living it may be a help to living it well. You mean, um, like, my life is like a bedtime story? Yeah, Cal, kinda, when you think about it. We are kind of in the middle of a big adventure, don't you think? Yeah! Maybe I could paint a big picture of my adventures with you, and with Daddy, and with Tony. Yeah, Cal, why don't we get started with that? Oh, hold up, I think your daddy stole some of your finger paints. Let me look through his bag. Yeah, he stole a lot of your green finger paints. Here, why don't you draw a picture of what you did today? Okay, yeah, that sounds like fun. But then you go in the bed after that, mister, okay? Okay. This is me. And this is daddy. And this is mommy. Jeremiah, I do not look like that. Draw me better. That's your daddy. I'm... Your daddy's me, I, and 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 I'm your dad. Uh, oh God! I thought you looked pretty. So if you're sick and tired of feeling shamed about your goals, head on over to theheroesjournal.co and use offer code Drimbus to get twenty percent off the positive power of positive thinking, so you can start achieving those goals today. You know who's crushing their goals? Our patrons. Here we go. Jerry Benetados, Queso Loco, Victoria Madrid, Greta Benier, Alejandro Lopez, Ace Andrews, Thomas Murphy, Emrys Craig, Regina Russell, Morgan Holly, Salty, Adrian Bunny, Sam Olivos, Jordan Cobb, The Unnamed Rogue, John Gillette, Chloe G, Connor on DVD, NV Star, Stevie B. Keys, Doubtful Guest, Michael Richters, Davis Walden, Denny Thudrop, Myth Mouse, Will Woodwall, Callie Wolf, Brandon M. Bishop, Bridge, Punky Goat, Twiglets, Joanna, Wes Berger, Stan Sitzman, Kia Green, Aaron Adams, and Nathan Mesnard. All right, I got to go do some crunches and get that perfect mid-September beach bod. See you later. 1, 2, 8, 12, 85, uh, sandwich. Yes, we're sailing back to Los Marineros. That's where we're going. Are you going to the main dock or are you going to the beach that you departed from? What is the safer option? Um, the main dock, we would probably be in trouble. Or the one we came off of will probably be in trouble. So maybe the main dock. Right? Jess? Yeah, let's... I mean, I think the main dock is fine. We'll... I think that's a, that's okay. a good shout. Main, 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 main dock. God. All right. And in the meantime, Jessica has just constantly been casting prestidigitation to make gusts of wind into the sails. <laughs> That's very smart. I love that. Paired with the natural 20, you guys make incredible time as you sail. Uh, and Kit goes, What the fuck was it? Oh, it's, this it's, place is crazy. We're done. We're done with the place. Never going back there. Thank you. Thank you for saving my life. Oh, you're welcome, Kit. I'd, I'd do it again, buddy. You're so good, Jessica. <sighs> I could always count on you to make the right choice. Ouch. 
<laughs> Do you say ouch out loud? <laughs> <laughs> no. Michael says ouch. Okay. Jessica goes, oh, well, yeah, you, <laughs> you know me. Just, uh, just the moral center of, of everyone's being. <laughs> Bob is going to make, like, a side eye and then just keep looking back at the sails and just keep going. You just hear, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and you guys keep going. You, you sail and eventually you do reach the docks and you see one of the guards turns around in the Crichton Industries uniform and goes, whoa, 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 what, what are you doing here? Where are you coming from? Is that... Crichton? Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. The point is... We're back, baby. Thank you, Jess. That, that is what the point is. Kind sir. That is what the point is. And we... <laughs> bless you. Gesundheit. Oh my goodness. I just... You know, sometimes my allergies also get all sort of worked up. Have yeah. you looked at your pollen count recently? You get him a tissue. Someone, please. Hank a Oh my goodness. Something. Let me Come see. On. I think I have He holds a crossbow up to you and says, Where are you coming from and why is Crichton tied up? Well, she wanted to be tied up for her own safety because she was getting a little seasick. So we thought that this would assist her um, from being less seasick. Roll a deception check for me. Oof. That's a high number to beat, I'm sorry. A 19. Shit. No way. <laughs> I rolled a 15 and I have a plus 4. <laughs> you rolled an 18 with a plus 1, so... You're right. You know what? I should go check with Paul and Connor Birabek. And he runs off. Oh my god. Oh my god. We did it. What, what, what now? All ashore who's going ashore, good buddy. Go to your families. Go to your friends. Just go. If they ask any questions, just keep it plain and simple. Don't, don't, don't say anything that could be held against you in court because we're not done here. We are gonna stay in contact with all of you, so just be prepared. Be be prepared for that. And hold on. And Bob is gonna like go through a purse and pull out some cards and write down some contact info and start handing them out to people. Would anyone? Help me get to my family, please. Oh my gosh, of course. Yes, of course. Oh, uh, yes. Um. Oh, oh shit. Uh, I don't know where I should go. I gotta get Twig back to Brookhaven. Good job, we'll give me a ride. Do we still have the raptors with us? We do, yeah. Oh my, oh no. Okay, um. They were blinked out of existence as you arrived on shore, so the guard didn't see them. And you say, do we still have the raptors with us? And they blink back in and go, and then blink out. Gosh, okay. Well, that's excellent. Um, yeah, I, Jess, maybe we can send... Send them off with some raptors and then get them back to. I don't. I. I you're you're headed to Brookhaven right now, yeah? Is that? Yeah, I gotta. I gotta find your way to catch a fly. It's gonna take too long to ride back. Okay, kid. Yeah, yo, I I have you. No worries. And Jessica gets down on the ground, sits cross-legged on the dock, as she ritual casts Phantom Steed. Whoa. Hey. <laughs> and this purple and black smoke starts to billow around her, as she starts to go. As this horse forms in the smoke and it solidifies and hardens into this black stallion. And it's got like these like 
purple hooves. Ooh, that's sick. Yeah, it's really metal, bro. <laughs> uh, and okay, whew, that should uh, that should do it there for you, Kit. Um, that that should get you to to Dragonair or where, whichever airline you prefer. Yeah, thank you. Always. Well, well, I see you, Gibbish Voucher. Oh, you know. I'm sure the man upstairs has big plans for us to see each other Wait, real soon. I gotta come back, right? We, we gotta figure out what we're doing with Michelle. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. You come back when you can, okay? We'll, we'll probably be, be here what? for a little bit yet. It's going to cost me a little bit, but Dr. McNeil can help me out. I'm going to I'm going to go back. I'm going to bury Twigs, and I'm going to come back tomorrow, okay? Okay, that's a quick turnaround. Jeez, wow. I have to help you bring her to justice. But I have to take care of my friend first. No, you... And Jessica puts her hand on his tentacles. You absolutely should. Yes, that is exactly what you need to do. Okay, I'll see you in a little bit. I gotta go, so I can make it back in time. Okay, bye. Where are you going to be? Where can I find you? Um... The courthouse in this area is always a good place to start, and she kind of just points at him and winks. Okay. And uh, he loads Twigs up. He gets up on the stallion, and he says, Thank you, everybody. You're welcome, kid. And he takes off. As he takes off, Jessica kind of just, like, falls to the ground for a moment and goes, oh, God, so good. Whew. She takes a deep breath. She stands back up. Okay, so, uh, everybody else set? Yeah, if you could just, uh... Yeah, we got you, Marta. I don't know if you know where my family is. If you could just let them know I'm in the boat. Or... Last time we saw them, they were at the at the pub. Or the beer garden. That sounds about right. Yeah, so, uh, Jessica is going to cast a minor illusion to make the raptors look like small ponies <laughs> i love it and okay let's uh let's just rest you on here and uh let's get you to your family thank you and uh you guys with uh, jessica constantly casting minor illusion to keep the <laughs> raptors disguised you guys head back over to the beer garden as you arrive you hear dad and you see justin hammer run over to martin and give him a hug and he goes ah! Hey, kiddo. Oh, whoa, 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 okay, whoa. Okay. Just be careful there. Take it easy. Dad, Dad, you're okay. Mom, Mom. And uh, and he runs uh, back towards the beer garden, and uh, Teresa comes in. She goes, Martin. Oh, oh, sweetie, it's so good to see you. Yeah, someone help me down. And you see his son puts an arm around him, and he goes, uh, We got a lot to explain, but... Uh, we'll have plenty of time, and it's just so good to see all of you. And they are hugging onto him tight, but obviously he cannot hug back. Mm -hmm. And his daughter comes up. What happened to you, Dad? I'll I'll explain, but give thanks to them. And he kind of tries to nod his head to Jessica and Barb and says, Of course. I I wouldn't be alive without them. Oh, uh. Thank you. No, please, uh, uh. It's, it, it was nothing, really. Thank you for bringing my husband back. <laughs> I don't know what I would have done without him. And Teresa gives you a big hug, Barb. Oh. Um. 
Barbara just gently um, pats her on the back and yeah. Now, can someone get me a beer, please? Yes, yes, of course, honey. I'm sorry. I, I I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to be rude, but I, I, I think we need a moment. No, of course. Hey, just um, Martin has our info, so just um, we'll be in contact. Yeah, Justin looks at you and he says, "Thank you, thank you so much." Sure. And they all kind of help Martin inside. Okay, that's one. Um, that's two. Um, are, is Carla... Carla and Rachel, like, the moment you landed, they ran onto shore. And Q just looks at you and he goes, uh, so what now? Well, Q, um, to be honest with you, I... Your original, uh, job, I guess, um, prior to us going on the island, now very well might, uh... Yeah, I, I, I don't, I, I think you're gonna have to either quit before you get fired. I also, how do you, how are you, how are you feeling after everything, Q, actually? Let's hear your, your take. Well, we're, we're, we're just getting started, right? We got the lady who's responsible for everything, so we should, like, take her down to a courthouse or something, right? Yes. Yeah. I'm just saying because you technically worked for Crichton Industries. I don't know if that's gonna Well, be like no, that. I didn't remember. I'm a reclaimer. Oh, sorry. The guards at the docks were for Crichton. I'm a reclaimer. Right, okay, sorry, yeah. Well, then you, mister, might be, uh, <laughs> might be coming into uh, a lot of good fortune pretty soon, because this yeah. is going to be quite the reclaim, if you will. I mean, we, we, have so much ev- <laughs> we have so much evidence and testimony, right, from everyone. There's no way she gets off for this, right? There's there's that guy, right, Kristoff? Uh, Rachel's husband. He's, he's trying to do that court case. We should talk to him, right, at some point? Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. I think for now, we just need to get Michelle into some sort of holding cell, perhaps at the... Um, well, as a reclaimer, I'm sure you guys, you must know where the holding cells are. Yeah, well, the, the, the courthouse is... It's not a terribly long ride from here. Do you, do you guys have some horses? No, but we've got raptors. We, we have horses. I mean, horses. Remember? Oh, oh, yeah! Oh, <laughs> Oh, it's been a while. <laughs> Oops. Literally the star of the series. I forgot we had the horses. And uh, Jessica, like, leans back, tilts her head back and goes, Popcorn, Tony! You don't hear anything. Oh, well, uh, we're at the chat. But you do remember having hitched them up right outside the beer garden, which is where you are standing. Yeah, um, let's take a look. They're not, they're not here, are they? You look to the hitching post, and you see a couple of leads that appear to have been chewed through. And written in the snow that is now covering the ground, no. you see a little middle finger. <gasps> and hoof prints that seem to have run off out of town.
This has been Your Honor. Your Honor features the vocal talents of Michael Pisani as Jessica Feltra and Amanda Fernandez Acosta as Barbara. The rest of the world is voiced by your DM, Giancarlo Herrera. This episode was edited and sound designed by Giancarlo Herrera. If you'd like to support the show, consider checking out the links in the show notes or go to patreon.com slash drimbus. Our patrons get access to exclusive perks like our after-the-show show after the Drimbus, free exclusive merch, bonus series, and the chance to create items for the show or have NPCs named after you. Oh, and don't forget to tweet using hashtag Drimbus to be entered to win a free Dungeons & Drimbus sticker. Thank you so much for listening, and I do declare, I'll see you all next week. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. This is Yanni, and welcome to Season 2 of Harlem Queen. Thank you for listening. The season picks up with the search for Michelle. You are listening to the Floyd J. Kelvin program. And now, straight to the headlines. Manhattan debutante and socialite Michelle Mondesir has been kidnapped from her Connecticut boarding school. There is a tri-state search for Mademoiselle Mondesir, who is 15 years of age, Caucasian, and was last seen yesterday evening going to her dormitory. Stephanie is frantic and she risks all in order to find her missing daughter. We will find Michelle. There are troopers all along the New Jersey and Pennsylvania highways. That's not enough. Madame Stephanie St. Clair posted a $10,000 reward for information that leads to the safe return of Ms. Mondesir. You need to take down your reward, Stephanie. I will not. Those no-good couples are already saying she's dead. The connection between the debutante and the numbers queen is unclear. And Stephanie still has to contend with Luciano and Schultz plotting to push her out of her own turf. Word on the street is that it's Schultz. Who cares about a lost colored girl? This one is white. Fifth Avenue debutant, lot of money, well connected. And I want to find out why Stephanie is so fixated on the girl. Stephanie is highly invested in her safe return. What do you need me to do? I need you to cheese it. What about St. Clair? You tried to clip her twice. Is she pushing up daisies? No. We're going to get her another way. Even Halstein is suspicious. Is he truly a friend or a foe? She's putting herself behind the eight ball. There's something more there, and I need to find out. In the meantime, someone has to earn the money she's deciding not to earn. You have no power in this case, Stephanie. In fact, you're a liability. I will do everything in my power to get her home safe and sound. Listen up for season two. Harlem Queen is a recipient of the Lower Manhattan Cultural Council's Creative Engagement Grant. And once we all get through this safe and sound, 
we will have a live radio show of Harlem Queen this fall. More episodes to come. Take good care and stay well. Thank you.